Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Screen Picks Movie Podcast. I'm your host, Kit Bone. We've got a great show for you today. We're going to talk about three movies coming out this weekend. And joining me in this conversation is my very good friend, Joel Amos of TheMovieMatch.com. Joel, how are you doing today? How are you doing? Pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> So three movies coming out this weekend. We're actually on top of it this week. Uh, I'm going to start off by talking about Uncharted, which I had a chance to see, but Joel hasn't had a chance to see quite yet. Um, it is a uh, action-adventure based on a popular video game starring Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Let me read the description here. Street smart Nathan Drake, played by Tom Holland, is recruited by seasoned treasure hunter Victor Sully Sullivan, Mark Wahlberg, to recover a fortune amassed by Ferdinand Magellan, and that was lost 500 years ago by the House of Moncada. But starts as a heist job for the duo, it becomes a globe-trotting, white-knuckle race to reach the prize before the ruthless Santiago Moncada, played by Antonio Banderas, who believes he and his family are the rightful heirs. If Nathan Sully can decipher the clues and solve one of the world's oldest mysteries, they stand to find $5 billion in treasure and perhaps even Nate's long-lost brother, but only if they can learn to work together. <laughs> All right, well, the premise sounds silly. Um, it is kind of silly, the movie, uh, but, you know, it is um, it is kind of one of those, you know, action-adventure epics, you know, lots of action sequences and special effects and all of the good stuff that you want in a, in a movie of this nature. Um, you can probably tell it's based on a video game just from all of the moving parts that happen in the in the movie. But um, I think it's better than, say, like Tomb Raider, actually, to, in my opinion. I thought Tomb Raider was pretty good, but I feel like this is a little more exciting. Tom Holland is who sells it. Um, he, you know, he's just one of these actors now that I just love to watch, and he really has all the action moves down. Uh, you know, pretty well. Mark Wahlberg, and he, he and Mark Wahlberg kind of have a nice banter going on between them. But, you know, Mark is pretty, pretty much playing Mark. <laughs> um, there's a lot of, of fun people. Also, Antonio Banderas kind of as the bad guy. He's great. Um, there's Sophia Ali, who plays sort of the third person uh, uh, in the race to get the gold. And then kind of an, an additional sort of sidekick bad guy is uh, played by Tati Gabrielle. She's, she was really good. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's not a whole lot more to it than just a bunch of action sequences and, you know, trying to find out the clues and treasure hunting. So it has all of those elements to it. Probably my favorite part, though, was sort of the last kind of, you know, climatic action sequences uh, with with flying ships in the <laughs> – and, uh, you know, falling off of them and coming back on them in a kind of a swashbuckling way. Uh, I don't want to give too much away, but but I'm sure from the trailer, I think they have a couple of shots from that sequence. But I really thought it was pretty exciting. I was kind of on the edge of my seat. But, you know, overall, it's just kind of your standard fare of action adventures. Made a little bit better, I think, by Tom Holland. I mean, what have you heard about it, Joel? Hello? Joel? Uh-oh. Hold on. Joel, uh, you hello. there? Yeah. yeah. Hey, hey, hey. So, what um, have you heard about uh, Uncharted? 
Uh, I've heard it's good. I heard that um, it's a. Uh, it feels like you know it's a, it's a popcorn movie, and you yeah, just go in there, exactly. and let your mind go, and just enjoy it. Um, although I did read one review that made me laugh because <laughs> I felt like Mark Mark Wahlberg was acting in this movie like Andy Samberg on SNL doing Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, he was. He really wasn't doing too much with it. Yep. But I just, yeah. you know what? I like I said, I just, I love Tom Holland now. I think, you know, he's got this, this, this charm to him, and he's, he's, uh, you know, even if he's, he's kind of in a middling movie, he, he, he makes it better. I think. Um, I really, I really enjoyed having him in this, and uh, you know, I, I'm, they're hoping that this will. Be do well at the box office so they can start a, you know, start a franchise on it. Um, but I could see that happening. I mean, you know, treasure hunting is always kind of a good premise to to, to base an adventure on, don't you think? Yeah, and I, and I was just thinking, has Tom Cruise ever made one? Because I think he'd be perfect. <sighs> yeah, I he don't would. Think he has. I don't really think he has. He's done more of the uh-uh. the spy action agents action uh, yeah stuff secret agents this that and the other thing like him playing a treasure <laughs> hunter. I don't think so. You're right. He should do that, or just hand it off to Tom Holland. He can do it. <laughs> he can do that That's and right. Spider Man at the same time. Um, you know, we've got this one, and we also have The Lost City, which is uh, coming up with, with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum. Um, that looks kind of similar to, like, Romancing the Stone and that kind of thing. But I don't know. I like Channing Tatum movies. I do. Yeah, they're fun. Speaking of Channing Tatum, that leads us to our next movie. Uh, it's called Dog. Um, it stars Channing, as well as he was the co-director on it. I think this is his first sort of foray behind the uh, behind the, the lens there. Um, let me read the description. Two former Army Rangers are paired against their will on a road trip of a lifetime. Briggs and Lulu, a Belgian Malab... How do you say a, a dog? Let me just say a dog. <laughs> Race down the street. A German Shepherd. The They're called a Belgian Malanois. M-A-L-I-N-O-I-S. Malawa? I don't know, whatever. It's a pretty dog. Uh, Race down the Pacific Coast to get to a fellow soldier's funeral on time. You did see this, so tell me, you, I'll let you start us off. What did you think of dog? Oh, I loved it. I really loved it. And it, <laughs> it, it, it I, I might be a little biased. There's such a huge dog person. And, and I have a special affinity for dogs that uh, serve in the military and the countless hours of combat that they've seen. And to think that they escaped without PTSD, which is a huge problem in our soldiers, is Mm. is really naive. Mm -hmm. And this movie really just, like, takes that on head on. But yet it's also kind of, you know, fun. It's kind of a comedy. It's a road trip comedy. Um, But it's also about, you know, a guy and his dog. But, you know, the dog is completely psycho and needs, you know, a, a restrainer and, you know, can't be out without its muzzle, without attacking people. 
And somehow mm-hmm. Channing Tatum has to get this dog to his handler's funeral who uh, had killed himself, talking about PTSD. And he has to drive from Montana to Arizona. And um, I just, I was there for it. I was just there for it. And, and along the way, there's, there's some family that Channing Tatum's character has that they kind of interact with. Um, the dog Lulu meets his brother, her brother, uh, which I thought was touching and a real turning point in the movie, I thought, too, mm-hmm. uh, that whole section mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Um, I thought that really put a lot of thought into Channing Tatum's Briggs' head. Uh, I just, I really, I really enjoyed it. I think if you, you know, if you love dogs, if, if you love movies that really paint our military as the heroes that they are um, and, and the sacrifice that they, they put out all the time, including the canine soldiers, um, mm-hmm. it really is a, a love letter to all of that and, and, and just something that really, I think, needs to be saluted. I just thought Channing Tatum did great. I mean, I can't, I can't believe like these actors who are in every scene, which I think Channing is in this movie. They're like, yeah, yeah. that's the movie I want to be my directorial debut. Where I'm, I'm busy <laughs> all the time as an actor, but sure, I'll direct too. Which is why I think he was smart and brought in a co-director who wrote the script. Right. And I just, some of those shots were gorgeous. And the way that those were yeah. framed, like the one where he's sitting on the hood of his Ford Bronco and the dog is just looking yeah. up at him and he's writing and the Pacific Ocean is crashing into the rocks. And I'm like, what, what a shot. And there's one yeah. with the sun setting and, and they get the flags blowing and the wind just right. And I, I just really, really enjoyed it. Me too. I did. It was very, very touching and funny. You know, it kind of starts off like a, a Turner and Hooch situation, you know. And Channy uh, can handle both both sides of that, but clearly this was a story that really spoke to Channing. And you know, you can tell that that he was he was definitely you know passionate behind it and uh, passionate about it, I should say. And you know, certainly uh, it moved him. I think that's that's what I felt like. It's like he probably read this story or a, a similar type story. And thought, you know, what a great, what a great road trip type movie we could do, you know. Um, and it just, yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm watching this and thinking, oh my God, please do not have this dog die, or I am just not going to be happy right now. So uh, that's a spoiler alert, but doesn't matter. <laughs> I, I no, the, uh, just the studio very... <laughs> has actually taken that by the by the horns. They actually put out a, a Instagram post today and a tweet that just their whole advertising bit today is the dog doesn't die <laughs> because so, <laughs> so many people just won't go into a movie me. <laughs> if that, if they know that that's going to happen and that way people can see that, like forget the, 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 the catchphrase or whatever that's meant to sell the movie. Today's catchphrase is the dog lives. <laughs> well, the dog lives. The dog lives. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been very unhappy about that. So, um, but yeah, I mean, and and like any great road movie, you have all these little vignettes that happen to them as they go along, you know, and each person they encounter, people they encounter, it brings them 
you know, sheds more light or brings them, the, the dog and, and Channing closer together. I mean, it was just all really, really well done. And, and I'm telling you, the simplest of premises or the simplest of structures, I should say, can make a very good movie. You know, you don't have to be overcomplicated yeah. about any of this. It's about a guy going on a road with a dog that he doesn't know very well and becomes, gets to know him. But also, like you said, yeah. it's also a very poignant story about uh, our, our veterans and, you know, the, the, I mean, the hell that they go through. I just, <laughs> in fact, I, I actually asked my husband, I said, you know, I mean, I understand the, <laughs> I understand the idea of, you know, of um, defending your country. And, you know, I know these men, they go in or, and women, they go in and, you know, they, they have a very patriotic uh, duty that they want to fulfill. I get that. I, Totally understand it, but at the same time, you know, you watch all these movies and you think the hell and the and the horror that they see, you know, on a regular basis, or the fear, or the just the constant anxiety. I mean, I just don't know if I, I would. I know in going in that that was that could happen to me. I, I just don't know if I would be able to do that, you know, because these yeah. men come back and men and women. Sorry, I keep saying. And then women come back, and animals, I guess, and canines, come back with, you know, with just these emotional scars, and it's just hard. It's hard. And and it seems like it's just, well, I shouldn't say it hasn't always been hard, because you know, we've seen several movies, even all the way back to World War One and the Civil War, you know. It's, 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 it's inevitable that something, you know, that you're going to see or partic- participate in something that's going to traumatize you. Um, I don't know. It was very, it was very moving. Like, like you said, it's like these, these people must know what they're getting into somewhat when they go into the service. And, uh, you've got to just, you do, you have to just salute them for their bravery and their, you know, and their, uh, perseverance, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and and, and I love there's, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I'm done. I'm done. Oh, I just, I love how there's one point where he's having an argument with somebody. I think it might be when he was in Oregon with those two quirky ladies. Um, yeah. And somebody throws a brick through his car or window and then Lulu jumps out and attacks the guy, which Channing Tatum tried yeah. to warn him. And when the guy gets really mad and upset, he's just like, this dog is a hero. This dog saved hundreds of lives. This dog has saved my life countless times. And, yep. and it's just like you realize, like, and then the um, yeah, yeah, just, it's just the it, trigger. It is a really good movie. The trigger. Yes, yes. Um, that yep. set the dog off because the dog doesn't that, that, know. I mean, uh-uh. we we want to no, think that so, animals like dogs and horses are, you know, they know exactly what's going on in their environment at all times, but it's not necessarily the fact. He, this dog has been trained to be a soldier, and so for him, or for her, actually, it's a female dog, for her, she's, she, you know, this is what she's been trained to do. So I love how they, know, it's, um, it's, they had her so beloved by the whole regiment. Like, oh, yeah. Like, away yeah. from, she was vicious in the fight, but back at the base, she was a cuddle bunny. Like, she just, she, yeah. like, she was pet therapy for every soldier there. Mm-hmm. And, 
Yep. That's just it's just as if what she was doing in the field wasn't enough. Like, okay, Lulu, come home and take a nap. You don't have to like snuggle with everybody. But like that was part of her job in her mind. Um Yeah. yeah and probably helped her too. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, you know? But yeah, I just I uh, recommend this movie. Whole wholeheartedly. And Yeah. Excited to see what, what Channing does next beyond uh, that movie with uh Sandra Bullock that we just talked about. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's good to see him back, too, because he took a little bit of a break there. He hasn't been in too many movies of recent years, so nice to nice to see him back. Uh, what rating would you give Dog? One to five stars. Four and a quarter. I mean, yeah. it's not a hit your I head. Agree. Hit your hit you over the head, like, oh, my gosh, this movie. But it's just, it's so good. It's so fun. It leaves you feeling good. And, yeah, I, I shed a few tears here. Um, sure did. But uh, I, I agree. What dog movies? What dog movies don't you? <laughs> when they're done right, you know. <laughs> right. And he doesn't talk, thankfully. So there's that. I don't know. I'm getting tired of the talking dogs, but this was just a pure, flat out, just a relationship between a dog and a man and a dog. So yeah, I'd say four and a quarter too. Actually, and and actually to backtrack here, I didn't actually give my rating for Uncharted. <laughs> which I would give three and a half. Three and a half. I feel like it's a good popcorn movie and, and worth worth to see and certainly try to see it in the big screen because I, I think that will make it, it'll be more spectacular that way. All right, so the last movie we're going to talk about you saw, but I did not because, as everyone might remember, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, gory horror movies. It is a reboot of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um which was, what was the what year was the original? Do you know off the top of your head? 74. 70, 74. Four. Right here, let me read the description. After nearly 50 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idealistic young friends who accidentally disrupt his carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town. Well, that's unlucky for them, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah. Very much. Let's see who it stars in it. Uh, oh, Elsa Fisher. We love her from from uh, from the what was the name of that movie? Why am I blanking on it? The Bo Burnham movie. Um, oh, uh, I can't remember it. Anyway, huh? Eighth grade. Eighth grade. Thank you. Uh, also, Sarah Yarkin. Ah, Jake, Jacob Lattimore. I rec- I recognize some of these faces. So. Go ahead and tell us, how was this reboot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Actually, and I don't know how they really pulled this off, because it it has the same name, but it's actually a sequel. Okay. So it's, it basically refers to the original quite a lot. And actually, the one woman that survived the original attack in 1974, um, by the second half of the movie, and I don't want to give away too much, because, I mean, everybody knows she's still alive. But apparently she's joined, you know, the police and she spent 34 years or whatever searching for this guy to make him pay for killing her friends. And it's driven her whole life and she's been completely unsuccessful. So we find out that meanwhile this whole time, Leatherface has been hiding out in the attic of his mom's house. And there's this town, it's pretty much a dead town. It's a ghost town, but there's like four or five people who live there. 
and these yuppie kind of people from Austin come down and they buy up the whole town and they want to kick everybody out. Well, basically, you're opening Pandora's box. Um, the, the grandma or the mom just, like, has this heart attack and is taken away. And next thing you know, Leatherface is free to do what he wants. And he does what he does. So it's kind of like, watch what you do. But, I mean, it was – I thought it was overly simplistic. I mean, it seemed to take place on a single street in a single small town in Texas. And it's one of these movies where you feel kind of self-contained and that it, at any given time, like, all you need is somebody with a gun to, like, be involved in this. Um, and you can just put, put this guy down. But, um, yeah, I don't know, he's really quick. He, like, he's quick getting guns out of people's hands. And I don't know. I just, I, I, I think it was a missed opportunity, too, because it, it was all these influencers and, and it was trying to be a commentary on Instagram and uh, you know, YouTubers and stuff like that. And they were going to over, uh-huh. they were going to make over this town in their idealistic vision uh, after black lives matter and all these things. They just, they want a perfect town. And as one of the town people say, sounds like a cult. And they're like, it's not a cult. And no, oh, it sounds like a cult. <laughs> and so, <laughs> You know, like, okay. And like, you know, one guy, when he's confronted with, I mean, I'm not really giving anything away. There's a lot of killings, like a lot. Yeah. You know, one guy, when he sees Leatherface coming, he takes out his phone and he goes to Instagram Live. And he's like, check out this guy, everybody. And all of a sudden there's comments coming up his page and the guy's coming at him with the chainsaw. And he's like, you do anything with that. You're so canceled. I'm like, oh, my God, this is one of the stupidest lines oh, I've ever heard in my really? life. Oh my like, God! This guy has a this guy has a chainsaw. <laughs> Why are you recording this? So I mean, I know horror movies are spilled, and that's what makes them fun. Plenty of opportunities for the audience to scream at the, the screen. You know, like why'd you go upstairs? It's the house where the killer lives. But like, this just oh, feels like it was was mailed in, kind of. And I'm surprised because it's uh, it's not directed, but it's it's produced and written by Fetty Alvarez, and I really like oh. his work. He he did uh, Don't Breathe. He did the remake of Evil Dead mm-hmm. that was really good. Um, a Girl in the Spider's Web, which I actually rather liked. Um, so I know the guy's got a lot of talent, but maybe because he wasn't the director, it didn't quite get to the vision of what he would have done. Um, mm. But it just it just felt. And also, this whole time, they come to town, of course, in a Tesla, and it's a self-driving Tesla. And the whole time, it's the only car parked on the street, in the main street of this town. And chaos is going on. People are being killed. I mean, they have this busload of investors coming to town, and you're like, oh, great, more people for him to kill. Um, and I, I just, it just, you could see these things coming from a mile away. And you're like, oh okay. And then, you know, meanwhile, this entire time, there's a car sitting there that they drove in from Austin that they could just get into and leave. And they make a big deal because this local steals the keys to the bus. I'm like, you guys didn't come in a bus. You came in a car. And the car is right. Why are you not driving away? <laughs> 
It's so, like that commercial. Right? What was the, it was a commercial. What was that commercial? I can't remember what it was for, but was it, were they, were the, were the murderers like, what is with these people? Don't they see like, they go, oh, let's go into the garage that's full of knives and chainsaws yeah. and pitchforks. So, yeah. <laughs> and the murderer is yeah. like looking at the camera going, all right, I'll kill you. How did you want? They make this too easy. Um, so yeah, I, I did. I mean, I I was curious what they would do with it because the 1974 film is just such a classic, and yeah, I I just, I just feel like they've been chasing that that bottled lightning for a long time, and yeah. I had just read getting ready for the show that this is actually the tenth Chainsaw movie. Um, and they're wow. considering this to be the actual direct sequel to the first one. Um, like Halloween. So they're I, following the Halloween. Right. They are following yeah. the Halloween model. That's exactly what I thought when the movie ended, especially with how it ended. Right. I was like, oh, you're, you're doing the Halloween thing, aren't you? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I yeah. say disappointed. And the thing is, it's on Netflix. You're already paying for Netflix. If you like that kind of thing, it, I mean, it's not a terrible time. There's lots of eye rolling, but like, it's okay. <laughs> well, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I no. tell you that flat out, but you're right. I'm sure teenagers will probably want to watch it. They're like, oh, this is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let's watch it this weekend. You know, I have a feeling that'll be. And I, I bet you, let's just see, but I, I could be wrong, but I bet you on Saturday it'll be trending number one on uh, on Netflix. Be wrong. Oh, yeah. But that's, that's what I'm thinking. So, I mean, what rating oh. would you give it? Two. All right, well, two. not bad. Completely off. Yeah, and I can forgive a lot, but yeah, two. Two. Okay. All right, we'll let you do it for us. Uh, again, a couple of them uh, in the theaters. Um, I'm not, no, I'm, is, is Dog just in the theaters for now? Uh, but, but for popcorn movie, you've got Uncharted. For Dog, you know, for a great road trip movie that's very heartfelt, uh, you've got Dog. And then if you want to watch Carnage, then I guess you can watch Texas Chainsaw Massacre on Netflix. Um Next week, actually, we don't really have too much going on. To, I'm looking at the the release here that I can see, but I'm sure we'll have a few maybe to talk about next week. Following color is the Batman, so we'll have to see. I'm going to actually be out of town, but I think we can try to work it out where we can at least maybe talk about that real quick. On the March 4th is when that opens. So thank you, Joel. For, for joining us, of course, always. And you can read all of Joel's reviews and his features on his website, themoviemensch.com. Uh, and so we'll talk to everyone soon. Have a great weekend. Take care. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.